Hi, I'm Mike Palin. And I'm Mary Palin. And we'd like to welcome you to our podcast, which we call... Mondays with Mike and Mary. You know, all weekend long, Mary and I think about our most recent R-squared coaching sessions and select just for you some highlights. Yeah, either a parade of techniques or an ask the experts that we think is going to help you in your business. And these come from the smartest... Most generous. And the best trained agents in North America. Just remember, because what happens on R squared stays, stays on, on R squared, it's confidential. So, so we don't use names. Now, if you'd like to find out how R squared coaching could help you in your business, go to floydwickman.com and you'll find the most affordable and the most effective coaching program on the planet. And now, here's Mondays, Mondays with, with Mike, Mike and, and Mary. Mary. Parade of Techniques. All right. Well, this Parade of Techniques basically says this. When you can get a signature, get a signature. So here's one of our guys. He's sitting at a listing appointment back in December. They say, you know, we don't want to put it on until after the first of the year. We got some things to do. He says, well, that's no problem. They list it that day. They sign every single document and it's, uh, it is agreed on in writing that it will go into the MLS on January 15th. Well, January 12th, this guy gets a call. And, he, and the seller <laughs> says, uh, hey, you know, we've been thinking about this move and talked to our neighbor about it, and he wants to buy it. So, you know, thanks a lot for everything you've done, but, you know, I think we're just going to turn around and sell it to this neighbor and... Bye. Right? Yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Are we glad we got a signature when we could. Uh-huh. Because here's what he said. That is great. <laughs> Your neighbor wants to buy it. Boy, I'm all over that. That's for sure. But just so you understand, whenever you sell something, unless it's your family, you know, your son, your daughter, your sister, your brother, the best thing for you is to make the to make everybody negotiate, compete for your house. So the way, see, when you hired me, it's because you trusted that I was going to look out for your best interests, that you were going to walk away with more money having me serve you than in any other way. So this is how I'm serving you. I'm telling you, the thing for you to do is to get this baby on the market, fully on the market, and let your neighbor compete with the rest of the buyers out there if they're really serious about buying it. That, that's the way you are going to walk away with the most money. Ta-da! Ding, that's ding, the way, ding. Uh-huh, uh-huh, <laughs> I like it. Isn't Beautiful. that the greatest? So yeah. there's, a, there's a hidden lesson in there. One is never argue with the objection, right? Right. And you'll still get your way. But the other one is when you can get that signature, they're ready to sign, but not yet. Man, get that paperwork signed so you've got something, a, a leg to stand on. What a great perspective and turning a negative, a potential negative into a big positive. Yeah, I love it. it. Yeah. Well done. Well, for the last couple of years, when listings sold in eight minutes or less. With 14 offers. Yeah. What were we missing? Well, marketing opportunities that listings brought. Heck yeah. But now with days on market, getting longer, guess what's come back into vogue? Open house. Open house. Oh, was I right? Yes. Woo-hoo. Now, 
I got a guy who was kind of old school, and he said, I'm going to hold open house for the first time in like quite a while. And the last time I did it, I had a paper sign-in sheet. <laughs> There's got to be a better way. There's got to be some kind of technology that would help with that. So he did some research and found, well, you've already heard of Open Home Pro. Mm -hmm. And there's a couple others out there. there are. But he found a new one called SPACIO. SP, S like in Susan? Yeah. SPACIO? Right. Okay. Now, I don't know if it's pronounced Spacio or Spacio or okay. <laughs> however it's pronounced. It's a, a digital sign-in sheet that you can either put on your phone or your iPad or your computer, any handheld device. Okay. And what it does, and I love this, it verifies the information that people coming into your in open house input. Also, if they write Superman, yeah. we know that Superman lives in Hollywood. Kind of so. like that website Forewarn. Uh-huh, yeah. So there's a safety feature there, hmm. but it also generates a report to the seller oh. of people who've come through. And I love that about it. It's hmm. about $25 a month. And open house folks, I think it's worth looking into. Or at you least know? check it out. I'm. I don't know that I'd want to send a list with phone numbers of all the buyers to the seller, but depending on what, what the re report looks like, you bet that's worth checking out. Kind of interesting. They're always coming up with new stuff, aren't they? I love that. Did you have an ask the experts well, question worth reporting I, this week? What do you mean worth reporting? Of course I did. All right. So here's the story. I took this listing for one hundred eighty thousand dollars, and they. Uh, we only listed it because they had found the house they wanted to buy. They made that offer. They got it accepted. We rushed back home to sell their house, listed at 180. The selling the agent on the new house that they're buying said, "You got three weekends to sell it, and then we're kicking you off." Wow. All right. Well, this is the second weekend, like right now. All right. So, ah, what do I do? I, we've only had three showings. Two of them came back, and then both of them said, mm, no. So, oh boy, what do I do now? Uh, I do believe that the seller would take 170 All right, so here is, in no particular order, the advice that was received. By the way, did they say why the buyer said no to the house? Did they get feedback? Uh, not specifically, no. Not okay. like it was a dump or it's on a busy street. Just or curious. Rooms are too small. No. All right, so here's one. Reduce it. Here's another one. Reduce it. Here's another one. Get aggressive. Here's another one. Reduce it. I think we have to reduce the price. All right, so I sense a trend. If they'll take 170, yeah. you got to get it down from 180. So the first person said 174.9 or $5,000 in closing costs for the buyer. The next next person that mentioned a price said 175. The, price, the person after that said 175 and justified the 175 by saying this. It's a searchable number. Remember what Floyd Wickman taught us. Searchability, especially in this tech age, right? So what's the price range that a buyer is searching? 125 to 175, 150 to 200, 150 to 175. So 174.9 isn't as good as a searchable price of 175. Okay. Couple other things. 
um, rearrange the pictures. So Tate, so we all pulled up the pictures. There were yeah. 28 of them. The second picture was icky. So like you have what, maybe, what do they say? Eight seconds? If that. If that, to hold the attention of the buyer. So those first three, four pictures, those got to be your best three, four pictures. Not four different shots of the outside plus the backyard with a bunch of dead oh, grass because you live front, in the Midwest. Up front, put the rock'em sock'em robots. Heck yeah. So move those pictures around. Check out a company called Ribbon, R-I-B-B-O-N. I think we've talked about this before. They are a guarantee company. And I do believe someone pays 1%. I don't know 1% of what, but you they, they, they take your house for you. They let you live in it. And they give you the money to buy the next one and charge you a fee. So check them out. There are certain lenders that use that. Other ones don't. One person said, go door knocking. Uh, one person said, use a website called Listings to Leads, L-E-A-D-S. Um, you can market your listing there. And she recommended spending $60 to $70 per week for the next two weeks and scooping up all the buyer leads. Um, let's see. Oh. And one person said, bring the price and time pyramid. Even if you said it when you sat down with them and listed it, remind them of the relationship between price and time. Tell them, I know we can get 180 for this house eventually. The question is when, and is it in time for you to buy the house you really want? And they really do want the other house. So, whew, I'm hoping we get a sale, news of a sale this week from all that great advice. That reminds me of what you always say. Uh, to people who go out looking before they sell. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's a good thing you didn't find it. You yeah. would have tried to buy it. Right. Look at the bind they put themselves in. That's right. Wow. Well, guess what my parade of techniques was about? Uh, well, open house. Guess what technology. my Ask the Experts is about? Open house. Open house. Oh, yeah. It theme. came up. Uh -huh. And here's how it started. All right. I hate open house. Okay. <laughs> what a great way to start an Ask the Experts. I hate open house. Nobody ever comes. And what a waste of time and blah, blah, blah. How do I get over this? That's my number one goal. I got to get over this because I'm getting inventory. Oh, and I want to right. capitalize on open houses. So when should I do it? Guess what? ASAP. Do your open house as soon as possible. Consider... In your market, everybody does theirs on Sunday from 2 to 4. Consider doing a commuter open house on a Thursday evening from 5 to 7. Um, but they're no fun. Well, okay, if you hate them, bring a partner. Have a party. <laughs> I make thought you were going to say make it a party. <laughs> make it fun. Yeah, bring yeah. a lender. Put a sign out with your computer. Instant market analysis on your home. Or do a guess the price prize, like a $100 gift card. For the couple who guesses closest to what price it sells for. Oh. That, that also helps, by the way, get legitimate contact information. Yeah, right, if you win. But I thought the best advice was rethink the purpose of an open house. You know, most of us think, well, I hold it open to collect buyers. Or I hold it open to placate my seller. Or I hold it open to sell the house. Okay. Well, all those are nice. But they're not the primary purpose. If you're going to repurpose your open house, here's what you think it really should accomplish for you. All right. Have conversations with the neighbors. Have you ever seen this happen? 
a listing goes up on a street. Within a week, another listing goes up on the same street, but with a different company. Almost always. Why is that? Because that listing agent from the first house didn't go out and engage with the neighborhood. It's the perfect time before and after the open house. First, you're presenting yourself as a realtor at work. This is how I represent my people. And you get the into the who do you know who conversations. Uh-huh. And how about you? And if you're going to put a, a directional sign in their yard, ask permission. And then write them a thank you note after. Guess how many agents have ever wrote them a thank you note for being able to put a directional sign in their yard? That would be none. Yes. It sets you apart from everybody else. Engage with the neighborhood prior to and after your open house. And that's how you really capitalize on this great marketing tool. Hey, what you should probably do is engage with the neighborhood before the sign goes up. Let you be the bearer of the good news that there's a new listing in the area before the sign informs them. That'd be kind of neat too. Yep, lots of opportunities for touches. See you next week. All right. (laughs) 